Welcome to Fitstorm, a comedy game design podcast by two guys who know nothing about comedy nor game design. I'm Trevor Scott, and with me, as always, is Ben Slinger. Hey, yeah, I'm here. In the, I'm in this dark room again, talking at a screen. How are you feeling in comparison to last week? Yeah, I'm better. I'm not as croaky and fucking Kermit the Frog as I was. Not as out of it. But, you know, busy, busy, busy week, but I'm happy to be here doing another epic two-hour recording to bank some stuff for, for the uh, long trip to Canada. Yes. June, July. You're looking yeah. forward to that long trip to Canada with the three kids there, ben? Oh, I'm looking forward to 24 hours on a plane and 12-hour layovers in airports with three kids. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> it's going to be fucking epic. That's the second time I've said- Why, why did I say epic twice in like 30, in 35 seconds? That's ridiculous. Uh, yeah, no. Because it's, it's- you're not a human thesaurus. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just epically bad at synonyms. Yeah, no, it's, it's going to be fine. But anyway, this is Bitstorm, and we're going to play Click Pitch, and we're going to come up with some games. So, for those who haven't heard before, who haven't listened before, we both have a random word generator in front of us, and on the count of three, two, one, click, we're going to click refresh, get a new word, and with those two words tonight, uh, we're going to come up with some video game ideas. And well, as soon as we run out of steam, we'll click again. Awesome. We'll see what happens. Here we go. Three to one click. Yeah, let's do it. Click. Compass. Deficit. So, <laughs> something's happened and the Earth's magnetic pole, the Earth's magnetism is now at a deficit and all the compasses have stopped working. Okay. What does so, that do to the world? That's a very good question, Trevor. Uh, I think nobody will- knows which way is north, <laughs> obviously. All I, the I birds think it'll start kind of fuck a lot of things up, like all birds. The, all not- the birds start running into windows or buildings because they can't orient. If you if you bring up Google Maps, you won't, it won't be able to point you in the right direction anymore. You'll have to go by landmarks instead of you know doing that little figure eighty thing to <laughs> to calibrate I, it. So so I'm imagining um, mm-hmm. if you pick up a compass, is it just going to sit where it is, or is it going to just continually? Turn around in a circle. Um, well, maybe that's the problem. Maybe there's actually something highly magnetic orbiting the Earth, and that's that's what you end up finding out. Because because I'm just imagining in the game, you open up the map, and the map is just continually rotating. <laughs> yeah, that's a challenge. That's a challenge for sure. Yeah, well, let's try to figure out what sort of game this would be. Like, uh, is it just is it sort of just that this is the um, uh, you know, apocalypse. This is how the apocalypse manifests itself: is that magnets stop working, or well, maybe that's it. Maybe all magnets stop working. It's not just that the magnetic north pole, uh, is is no longer as powerful. Maybe it's all magnets that aren't, aren't are no longer powerful. That all magnetic forces have have failed. Are there any other forces that that are at a deficit? No, but some others get stronger, <laughs> <laughs> like. Um, oh, hang on, hang on. Yeah, I'm, I'm just I'm now imagining because you said magnetism. What about sexual magnetism? Um, like, is that in the toilet as well? Like, is it just totally don't t- gone? Talk about sex and toilets in the same <laughs> sentence, Trevor. Gross. <laughs> <laughs> no, meta- I, I don't think I don't think we can have an extent to metaphorical magnetism. Uh, or, or maybe, oh. maybe. Well, maybe that's just how it escalates. Maybe it starts with physical magnetism, 
and then around level seven, <laughs> nobody's attracted no, to anybody seven. else anymore. <laughs> oh, sorry, we're being fancy. Uh, yes. <laughs> no, I like I. I don't know what, what again. What happens to the world when magnets stop working? Lots of kids' pitches flop aimlessly to the floor. Sadly. I'm thinking that the type of gameplay it's actually going to be is like a third-person adventure. Yeah, it's kind of that. We're kind of going down this narrative narrative path, so it's it's more we're setting up the world than any sort of mechanics so far. So, yeah, I think that's a good fit. What, I'm thinking like a, a Nathan Drake sort of character or a Lara Croft. Yeah, so are they sort of trying to figure out why this has happened? What are the challenges they're up against? Are there villains who have caused this so, to happen? You know, you know how you know Uncharted and um, Tomb Raider, they have these these characters who happen to be really, really, really good at guns. Yeah, good at guns, um, what, yeah. What if you actually had- <laughs> Pretty like sure a, that's how people scientist. Who, who fire weapons describe that. I'm yep. so good at guns. I'm good at a all scientist. the guns. I'm good at all the guns. And actually, before you keep going, I was going to say that un- it's a shame that the name Uncharted is taken, considering none of the compasses work. Anyway, continue. <laughs> 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 I didn't even think about that. Um, okay, so you're a scientist, okay. and you have zero interest in guns. In fact, you are one bad of, one at of, guns. You know straight away that you don't because you've got um, you've got like a little badge saying "down with the like, with the NRA." So, <laughs> right. so you're um, literally anti gun, uh, anti gun lefty com- um, scientist. Yeah, okay, but it doesn't mean that you you can't fight. It just means it's all going to be melee. Okay, so you're all right with violence, it's just gun violence. Yeah, it's just gun violence. Can you throw guns at people? (laughs) I think you can pistol pistol whip them. You have to take all the bullets out first. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, so you you can't throw rocks either? Like, it literally has to be up close and personal melee. Yeah, I'm thinking. I'm thinking up close and personal melee. <laughs> okay. Um, or okay. you, or you being a scientist, you can you can make certain con- concoctions that that you know kind of like put put a couple of chemicals okay, together, can't and throw proje- it at people, and you. Well, but you, you create, no, like, no, no. You've, estab- you've established no projectiles, Tara. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. Look, we've got to restrict it to I that said, now. <laughs> I said no NRA. <laughs> you know, no to the NRA. So no, no guns and that sort of stuff. You said I couldn't throw a gun, but I could pick, p- pistol whip. I'm pretty sure that establishes melee only. So just for the sake of of creativity within limits, <laughs> this okay, person so has it- a really has a problem with anything flying fast away from them. <laughs> it just scares him a little bit, but. You can still do the the scientific uh, scientific um, contraptions and that sort of stuff, except it's just going to be touch attacks. Yeah, it's just like <laughs> in, in the D and D parlance anyway. It's yeah. a touch attack. <laughs> yeah, well, it's things like um, things that attach to your wrist and a mechanical mechanically fire out comically large boxing gloves and um, <laughs> I don't know. That sounds like that game Arms. <laughs> well, that that's too far away. It's too much like a projectile. It only goes about. Two feet. <laughs> okay, kind, kind of like one of those, um, one of those, uh, well, the boxing gloves on on the on the scissor scissor lift <laughs> yes. sort of. That's what. Yeah. yeah, that's what I was going for. Yeah. <laughs> uh, maybe this should be what like maybe this should be a very cartoony kind of game. Uh, yep. You know, it, it, every everything squ- everything like stretches and squashes and uh, act, okay. Acts very I kind of want this to feel like a real world. Um, 
Okay, well, so that's at odds with of- what I just said then. No, 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 as in, like, a <laughs> oh, lived-in like, world. Oh, okay, okay, you miss me in... Yeah, okay. So, there's lots of NPCs in, in this town and all that sort of stuff, and, like, whether it's a, a city, like a GTA sort of city or something like that, but I'm picturing... Do cars um, work without magnets? I guess so. Electric cars might not. I don't know. I, yeah, I, I'm not enough I of a scientist. If, I don't know if batteries are going to be affected. I mean, magnetic fields... Uh, very tightly bound to electric fields, so it's possible yeah. that they would be. But but then again, you know how how is the magnetic fielding compared to, you know, like the bond of atoms and all that sort of stuff? You know, <laughs> how far how far down the, this rabbit hole do we really want to go? <laughs> What's at the bottom? <laughs> <laughs> Just every molecule no longer attaching to every atom no longer attaching to any other atom. Gas, oh, so gas world. <laughs> Everything just. <laughs> Everything's just a pink mist. You're a, you're, yeah, you're a, you're a vague cloud of scientist coloured <laughs> gas. Actually, that could be kind of neat. Dead. That could be kind of neat as, as a mechanic. Maybe you manage to start controlling it that you can kind of turn yourself into a mist. Uh, but you, you know, you still kind of generally. Like stay in the same little cloud, like you don't just dissipate completely. But you know, you can go through. And if you concentrate really, really, really hard, then you become solid and you can run around again. Yeah, well, that's <laughs> it exactly. Like you, you kind of just disperse yourself to go, <laughs> go under a door or through a grate. <laughs> so I'm imagining in this game, it's not a fully open world, but it's it's open enough to make you feel like each level that you go into is just a, a large open area that you can, yeah. you can decide what you're doing. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Batman Arkham Asylum kind of thing. Yeah, except then, like, you get into the second chapter and it's in a totally new area and it's, again... <laughs> oh, okay, it's not... Okay, I see. I thought you meant a bunch of connected areas, but no, you, you just mean a sequential set of levels, but they're large enough to seem... You know, you do. A f- you spend a fair bit of time in each one and, and explore. And- yeah, yeah. You, you kind of sure. get, you know, seven chapters or whatever. Um, given that you said that before, and you know, <laughs> by the seventh chapter, something happens. Um, oh, now we're being internally consistent on this podcast. When has that ever happened? <laughs> <laughs> this game's Since already you- gone through like three different iterations of what the mechanics are. <laughs> well, I think. I think. Yeah, the the cool thing is you pull up the map and it's just c- continually rotating. <laughs> right, okay, we're still doing that, yeah. Yeah, because that, that to me, you know, sort of <laughs> Which way's gave, not? gave me the idea for where the game is. <laughs> so, we take no responsibility for people who throw up playing this game while checking the map. <laughs> I, it doesn't have to be continually spinning around, like, really, really fast. It, it can just be... Wait, you know, if a, you if you do that rotation. if you do that thing that everybody does in third person action games where you like spin the character on the spot, um, does the map stay still <laughs> when you when you're in the map screen? You just have to keep moving your character around. <laughs> I'm not sure. <laughs> Haven't decided that yet. If if you spin around slowly enough, then yeah, that's then you yes, got like you can- yeah, it's just an extra. You got to map. You got to match the uh, the map speed spinning speed. Oh, that's kind of weird, <laughs> but I like it. Could um, this be a Dora the Explorer game? No. <laughs> it's just a map. I have kids. They're kids. They're fucking- my, my kid, like, twins' first word is fucking map. So, we put them in front of the TV too much. <laughs> um, 
for those who haven't listened to our other podcast, Who Sweary Dads, we did come up with a nightmare scenario involving Dora, Dora the Explorer in which she just looked at the viewer and never blinked. Yeah, go back and listen to episode four, I think it was, all the way back then, of, of Two Sweary Dads. For, for yeah, other, Dora, have, uh, other Dora-related horrors. I still have nightmares about that every now and again. <laughs> the unblinking stare. All right, I think we should click again. This, this game's gone on too long. Okay. Three, two, one, click. Spire. Midwife. Okay. Spire, so my, mine, just to clarify, S-P-I-R-E, Spire. Yes. Um, like on a church or something, although I was going to go something a bit grander than that, perhaps. In fact, See, I, I go towards like Half-Life 2, the, the big tower thing. See where I've just gone to, because I've been listening to a lot of um, the Glass Cannon podcast lately. Mm-hmm. I've just gone to Spire Drakes. So, like a dragon- that lives, and you're the lives. midwife for the dragon. Oh. So, the game is literally helping the dragon to deliver. Okay. So, is it set in a spire, though? I assume they live in spires. Aspire, yes, I A spire so. drake. Okay. <laughs> so, there's an added challenge of, like, not falling out of this spire. You've just got a very small area to set up your midwivery tools. Mm-hmm. But of course, you're at the top of the spire. How are you going to get warm water? How are you going to get, you know, towels? <laughs> warm water? Is that, is that just your general image of a midwife? Warm water and towels? Warm water, towels, and homeopathic forceps. Um, <laughs> um. <laughs> Damn you. <laughs> so is this, um, so, yeah, I like this. What are the challenges of delivering- uh, So, wait, is this- um, Are these dragon- Do they lay eggs? Or- <laughs> Because that makes it a lot easier. I, I think, I think yes, they, they lay eggs because, you know, we don't want too graphic. <laughs> you don't um, want to be- <laughs> You don't want to be elbow deep in dragon vagina. <laughs> 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 no. No. <laughs> that was a that was an interesting way to say that no there, Trevor. Uh, <laughs> all right, eggs. Maybe the maybe the later levels you get we go to other mythical creatures, some of which are mam- mammals and Yep. Problems with with, you know, help helping a um a dragon give birth. Well, you got flame coming out of their mouth. Well, okay. So, is the dragon there? I guess the the mama dragon's there. The dragon's got to be there because you, well, you're wait. the midwife for the dragon. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But we just said it lays eggs. So, are you just like helping the egg hatch, or are you helping it push a freaking egg out of its <laughs> out of its cloaca? I I, th- I think I think you're there helping helping the dragon feel comfortable enough to to make the nest. Okay, and then so there's multiple stages. To yeah. this. So- I don't, I don't think eggs come out of a cloaca. I think they do, actually. Do I? That's one uh, versatile orifice. <laughs> ben is learning something about, like, dragons and chickens and birds and shit. <laughs> <laughs> there probably will be shit involved. <laughs> Most likely. Um, okay, so- All right, so there's multiple just, stages. We've got off track. What, multiple- what, do, what do dragons like to make their nest of? Bones. Bones. Hu- human, preferably. And treasure. Okay. So, 
part of the game is you need to help create the nest. All so right. maybe you need to, you <laughs> yeah. know, because you don't want to become part of the nest itself. Right. You've got to, you've got to drag people into, into the cave. Oh, so maybe, it, <laughs> maybe, okay. maybe, maybe you've got to go get a scavenge for some treasure. Mm hmm. And then the more treasure that you have, the more that you can lure adventurers into the into the into the dragon's cave. Oh man, cave this is to- getting this is getting complex. All right, so you literally so as a midwife, you know you're you're sort of a doctor. You've taken the Hippocratic oath. You don't want to actually hurt anybody yourself. Yep. Uh so you so there's no combat or anything. It's literally puzzling. Yeah, like puzzling, scavenging. dialogue trees. Okay, um, swindling people out of out of treasure. Um, You're really good at gambling, maybe. Yep, and yep. and really, all you need to do is you just need to get get enough word of mouth out there to get adventurers to sort of come into the into the cave for them. Right, the so you're basically just- Don Draper. <laughs> <laughs> for the dr- for this dragon's <laughs> horde, the dragon cave. Yep. Okay. So that's the first part of the game. That's that's setting the nest. All right. Then- Do you get to build the nest? Is there like a little mode where you get to place all the pieces? Yeah, I, th- and- I think it's like um, remember the base building mechanics in like Fallout Four. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you got that sort of those sort of mechanics. Yeah, but instead of mechanics, instead of scavenging for of- for wire and fucking me- metal, it's tape just- and yeah. Blue and shit. String. It's just bones. Just bones. Everything's bones and gold. Bones and gold. Yeah. Um, bones and, and gold. Items. Bones and gold. Sounds like a song. Uh, um, so then, you know, you, you help the dragon make the nest. Then you got to find the, the mate for the dragon. So you got to go find a male dragon. Oh, right. you got to facilitate everything here. Yeah. This is a full service midwife. Like, most midwives don't get involved until, oh, yeah. you know- at least halfway through the pregnancy process. Yeah, th- this this one's a full service. Right. Um, so, then so you know, le- so leaves the dragon to the cave and then leaves and, you know, just sort well, of- Well, you know what? Uh, well, no, I'm pretty sure dragons use Tinder, right? <laughs> like, they have to. <laughs> Damn you. <laughs> Damn you with your shitty puns. Um, so, dragon Tinder, you swipe- you swipe right on someone. He comes over for a booty call. <laughs> How did like? <laughs> I guess to just close the curtains to the cave. Wait outside. <laughs> you got to set some mood, mood music. Some mood music. What sort of music do dragons like? Do you think? Seventies <laughs> porn music. <laughs> it's getting hot in here. <laughs> So take off all your scales. Scales, yeah. <laughs> um, you know he's calm when there's just this big gout of flame bursts out of the front of the cave. He comes out all, you know, slightly charred and looking happy. <laughs> Flies off. Flies off. And then- And then you, you know, basically in- have a Tamagotchi-style game for the next however long a um, a dragon gestates an egg for. Well, I guess no. I guess it's just it fertilizes the egg. So does the dragon fertilize lay the egg? The egg? Uh, a, week, a week later, the dragon lays the egg. Okay. Yet again, asks you to move it, go out of the, go out of the room, and so you go out of the room, and then maybe it's at this stage that you realize that one of the heroes um, comes through, kills the drake, and now you're the midwife for the for the. Oh, jeez, that's dark. Is that a? Is that a? a that's un- a twist. Is that something that has to happen, or is that a you can stop it happening branching storyline? 
Maybe you can stop happening. <laughs> but but I, I like the idea of you really have to now. All right, yeah. Well, okay, then it becomes the Tamagotchi-style game because you've got this egg and you've got to keep it warm keep and you've got to keep it comfy um, and make sure nobody and, comes to steal and it. Because it's dragon eggs, then you know that- um, Well, it's very valuable, right, as well. Yeah, so, so you, other you adventurers like, are going to come and try to steal it. you got- you got adventurers coming to steal it to, to basically say, you know, oh, we're trying to give a we're trying to give a present to Daenerys, and, and it's like, oh no, Game of Thrones, <laughs> she's not here. <laughs> so of course, to to keep the warmth because of how hot dragons actually, you know, get with oh, their yeah. breath, you have to like continually set a fire underneath this thing because it, it's not just sitting on it. It's like yeah, you got to set you got to like you got to keep pumping the bellows on this thing to to keep it super hot underneath it. So so then it becomes just a tower defense game. Okay, <laughs> yeah, all right. You got to keep running back. Like it's maybe well, it's maybe more of a I don't know what I don't know what a MOBA is. I don't think it's like a MOBA, but like a tower def- de- tower defense game. But you've got a character, so you have to like move around to build your towers. Um, mm-hmm. But you have to keep running back to like yeah, pump the bellows, or maybe you can, maybe you can um, recruit keep keep that flame going. Yeah, maybe you can recruit people who will pump a certain amount to keep it hot or something as you go around defending everything. Else. But you got you got to watch out for people who are actually there to steal the eggs, so they can maybe bluff you into, into <laughs> making, you, making you think. There's a lot of mecha- this game's kind of throwing everything in the kitchen sink in. All right, so we got we got yeah. we got to get to this fucking dragon being born. So it's finally going to get to the point where this egg starts jiggling about, and you start to see a few cracks in it. Mm-hmm. So what's what's the next phase? How do you actually bring this thing into the world? Um, hammer it- and chisel. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What are the mechanics on that though? Like um, how do you VR? Okay, it switches to me. It's like now put on your VR headset. That'd be fun, actually. Man, I'd love to play a chiseling, like a sculpting game with a chisel like that in VR. Um, yeah, I was actually just thinking. Okay, now you get to now you get to doing the birth certificate, and that's where the chiseling continues, and you actually get to like, <laughs> like chisel into, into rock, yeah, <laughs> into okay. stone. Well, I'm thinking that while you're, there's got to be some some more gameplay than just hammering off this, this the top of this. The top of this egg. So uh, I'm thinking, as you like, once you sort of get a hole in certain places, there might be bursts of flame that come out as this baby inside. Or maybe if you chisel in too hard and stab the baby with your chisel, it like mm-hmm. just these blasts of flame and come out of all the holes you've managed to put in this egg. Yep. So you're going to duck, duck you, around. You know that it's once you do finally get the the dragon out of the egg, then it becomes again another Tamagotchi style. Game right, it's now raise this it. dragon, feed the dragon. It's well, it brings everything. Well, wait, wait, it brings everything together. Where it gets awesome. It gets, it becomes full circle, and the game starts all over again. <laughs> okay, once it's once you've uh, raised it to be old enough to be child egg bearing age. Uh, well, that's if it's a female, obviously. Right. Depending on the if it's a male, you just game, have to teach it, may- it to use Tinder. <laughs> <laughs> you have to provide it with like a, a certain, you know, upgraded version of Tinder. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's click again. Very <laughs> one quick. Pessimism. Lint. <laughs> <laughs> you play as a piece of pocket lint. Um, okay. What what sort of powers? What sort of moves would a piece of pocket lint have? And how is it pessimistic? I mean, it's lint. What is it got to look forward to? 
I don't think any lint is particularly optimistic about its place in the world. Maybe it's a maybe it's almost a, a Katamari Damacy style thing where you have to go rolling around other pieces of lint to turn into a bigger lint ball to the point where you can actually have some effect on the world. Throughout the entire game, he keeps on thinking, I'm just a piece of lint, even though he's growing bigger and bigger and bigger by collecting up all these other bits of lint. Yeah. Okay, so one of the things that I ha- I've wanted to do with, with say, VR, because I'm, I'm in a VR mood at the moment. Sure. I reckon it would actually be kind of cool to have a vision of, of say, um, you're the lint ball in this small little, small little thing, and as you, as you know, you've, you can tilt the controllers forward to like move. It, it kind of feels like maybe, oh. um, maybe what you actually are is you're a small little alien inside of a piece of lint. Okay, so your ship is is your ship is actually in there. So yeah, um, as, as you as you put it forward, you know the 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 ball's kind of stabilized in the middle, but you can you can sort of tilt the controllers forward and to the side, and it'll turn. So, so it's, it's a sit down VR game. But right. you can look around and that So sort it's of the stuff. Oculus Rift. <laughs> so it's Oculus Rift support. Um. Oculus Rift support. Oh, <laughs> well, it technically also supports Vive as well. I know, of Vive course. can sit down. But so why would just- you? <laughs> yeah, okay. Um, all right, so it's a sit-down VR you? game. Because you're basically driving, you're basically driving enough of those. the OVO from Carboys. <laughs> mm, pretty much, except you can't fly. Oh, you can't fly. So, so you, are you hovering, though, or are you just you're rolling? <clears throat> Like this lip ball is rolling with you. you know, Presumably your the, point um, of view doesn't roll. You're stabilized. No, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, okay. The 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 ship is stabilized and you just see like off off on the sides you see the lint sort of rolling yeah. to the side of you, but yeah. in front of you you've got a screen. This great high def close up view of this lint and you see all the little cloth particles. Uh, sort of mm-hmm. radiating off it. Yeah, totally. Yeah, you know what this reminds me of? There was an, there was an old arcade game that I played when I was a teenager, um, where you were in these sort of robot ships and yet it used those like double joystick controls to move around. Yep. Um, where it was that sort of thing where you like one forward and one back will rotate you on the spot sort of Turn, thing. Rotate. Yeah. Whereas moving them in the same direction. And you can strafe, strafe just you. by, yeah. you know, tilting them both, tilting them both. Both in one direction. Tilting yeah. both right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like those controls. That'd, yeah, that'd be fun in VR. Um, but could could you imagine like you you're this originally small little ball of lint and you you're going around this level kind of like in Katamari Damacy where you start off in that small little level, yeah. but as you collect more lint and more more crap, you know it's getting bigger and bigger and bigger. Okay. Your alien is still tiny. Your alien is like- still tiny. It's just in the midst in the middle of this lint ball. How does it see see out yeah. by the end? You just got a screen. There's, there's, there's like the external camera, right? Just like how 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 could the you know. How could the prince see when there's this massive ball and he's this tiny little thing pushing it <laughs> somehow? Um, he's the prince. It's a game. <laughs> the alien has alien technology okay. in which it automatically has that's, a camera on the outside. That's all I wanted to hear. I just wanted some justification for it. All right. Uh, yeah, that's fine. Yeah. So, what, are you? Is it combat then as well, or? I'm thinking. Can you fire at parts? It's a massively multiplayer Katamari <laughs> Damacy sort of thing, <laughs> where you you're going up against like eight other people within this within this Grand Theft Auto sized world. Okay, or maybe even bigger. Maybe even you know like um, Skyrim sized world. Or yeah, I guess that's yeah. probably bigger. So, so you're you're trying to collect as much lint and, and crap as possible, kind of like 
Katamari Damacy, where you can end up picking up houses and shit. Um, oh, we're going to that continents. level? Yeah, okay. Yeah, uh, and, and literally, you're trying to pick up- The other players. The other players, if you pick them up, then they get absorbed into your ball. All right, and- but it's but you're saying it's on this massive scale, so I, I, I mean, I'm I'm wondering how that works, but I am kind of loving the idea that different people might be at different stages, like that it's a bit sl- more slower paced. So if you join a game too late, you might look out the window and just see this giant fucking ball of lint on the horizon from someone who's like yep. level seventy two. Lint ball, uh, and, and it's been playing one. for three months. <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly. Um, but I'm just, I'm picturing like the great kind of atmospheric fog. Like it just looks like this giant thing. You can tell that it's, you know, 50 stories high, you know, just over the horizon. Yeah. And maybe it's that once you get that big, you actually, you can, you can only move like really slowly. Like it's pretty fucking heavy by that point. It's not, not like Katamari Damacy where you, you're moving around at basically the same relative speed. It's a bit more realistic that once, you know, once you get to like car size, you've got a lot of, you know, a fair bit of momentum. Um, but as you get even bigger, like it takes a lot to start it rolling and you kind of can't even really get up to speed because there's just not enough room in front of you. So you're just sort of slowly moving this behemoth of a lint ball around, hoping that it's, it's big enough that people can't get around you basically. And that's how you then manage to continue picking them up. <laughs> That, that you that you actually absorb them because you're you're just naturally bigger than them. Yeah, that's it. You're just like. But but see, this is where I'm seeing that you could actually have like a shadow of the colossus sort of thing, where the small lint ball can actually go up <laughs> up to the big one. It's like weak points. Like start climbing up it and find the weak point. To, okay, I mean, yeah, to there like- has to be ways. There has to be ways to 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 bring someone down to size, as it were. Um. I mean, I, yeah. I'm not like I really want to play this game. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm still, I'm still not 100 percent sure what the game is, but it's got some, it's got some interesting stuff. Uh, it's, I, it's, I do it's like the idea of a, yeah. It's effectively that last level of of Katamari Damacy One for yeah. PS2, and you just literally in a in a massively multiplayer world, maybe, or or you're just just within, you know. A single server that, when you load in, you know your x, your x size depending on what your actual level is. But your idea is to try and get bigger and bigger and bigger, fight other people. Then you get cool little customizations for your little alien dude. Um, <laughs> yeah, maybe maybe I'd- if you don't have any any customizations, that yes, you if you do get too big too soon, then you can't move that ball because right, you, know, you need to put extra boosters big. and stuff on your ship. Maybe you can but- make your ship bigger in there. By purchasing things, spending lint. Can you trade lint? Is lint the currency as well? I, uh, I, I think it is for the for this alien for this alien this um, alien race who's just come to Earth and has decided that lint you, you is can like trans- the most you valuable trans- thing. Um, you can you know, transmute back up back up to the um, back up to the mothership and and sell sell parts of the lint. But of course, if you go in too small to a, to a world that's populated by massive ones, then you may actually get sucked yeah. into into the vortex. Yeah, well I love this idea of a persistent ball. Like this this growing ball is just that yeah, if you play it well enough, you'll have it for years and by the end you'll be as big as a planet. <laughs> but there's only a few people that could make it that far because otherwise they like obviously they get taken up by other people 
if there's enough of a size differential and that person manages to get it up to speed enough to take you out. So I'm just wondering if it's if it's one of those things that if you do get defeated by someone else, your ship gets destroyed and your lint gets distributed across, like, you know, say it's a three block radius. Right. Or okay. If if you if you're inside a house, you know, it can only go so far. So it like, you know, gets exploded out on, onto the ceiling. So there's and, some and strategy around when you take someone out, and and also yeah, it just I mean, means if that if you take him out inside a house, person- that, yeah. Oh yeah. If, but you, it- if you're going up against the the colossal ones. But what you were saying before about the colossal ones not being able to move very far, well, really, he should be teleporting back up, selling some of that lint and coming back down as a as a more speedier um, speedier ship, because really, you... Well, it depends, though, but he's also... If you, if you were that big. He's also so huge that it'd be really difficult for someone to, like, take him out, I assume. Uh, Except if it's Shadow of the, Shadow of the Colossus-style weak points. Well, on, but on I don't think it's just ball. one weak point. I think there has to be, it has to be a lot harder to take out something that big than it is, you know, one the size of a, a house. Oh, so maybe, maybe you need eight or eight or nine you people need a, going yeah, in, yeah, in like a raid like sort of up. thing. Yeah, yeah. You basically have to raid against other players who are more powerful. That's kind of cool. That's cool. That, that is cool. Oh, hang on. Pessimism. It's just the feeling you get when you see that fucking- Fifty-story lint ball over the horizon. He is so gonna you, fuck me you up. Think about. I think I'm never. <laughs> I'm never gonna get that big. <laughs> Three, two, one, quick. Handrail. <laughs> Partiality. <laughs> Partiality or impartiality. Partiality. <laughs> Partiality. Um. Well, I mean, partiality is sort of about like splitting. Dividing things, right? Or like, oh, I guess, yeah, I guess. Unfair bias in favour of one person or thing, favouritism. Right. So, you you favour the people- Or a particular on- liking or fondness for something. Right. So, you favour or ha- are a fond of the people on one side of this handrail. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay. All right. Let's, let's, we need to, we need to get a bit more abstract with this. Um, I, I think of handrail and I kind of think of those like dividers in banks and stuff. Maybe it's a game where you're a bank teller mm-hmm. and I mean, I automa- automatically go papers, p- please style thing, but maybe it's something different. Uh, what else could you do in a bank that could be a fun game? There aren't enough games about banks well, and I don't want fun. like spreadsheets and God, shit. I'm not talking- making it really hard. I'm not here. talking spreadsheets and stuff because that's, that's boring. Maybe like- um, tycoon style thing, building a bank. I don't know. Is there anything interesting there? No, because I don't like tycoon <laughs> games. But you get to lay out. <laughs> you get to lay out all your handrails. <laughs> you get to lay out your cues. Doesn't that sound fun, Trevor? Doesn't it sound fun to make these mazes that all your people have to walk through to get to tellers, and then just as they get to no. the front, you close that teller. Come on. No. <laughs> That's that sounds like some of the other games that we've come up with in the past. Not with handrails. <laughs> All right, let's click again, I think. Unless you've got something in there, but... I was thinking something about the guy has a fondness for stairs or something like that, and, you know, he's very partial to to a, a set of stairs and, and trying to find the right handrail for it, but I'm like, I can't make a game out of that. No. <laughs> Three, two, one, click. <laughs> yep. Lacquer. Lacquer? Yep. Like L-A-C-Q-U-E-R? Yep. Dribbling. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> it's it's a game where you have to l- lacquer your floors fast enough before the baby drills on it and ruins it. Uh, 
dribbles food out of its mouth. I feel like we've done games about baby drool, though. Yeah, we have. Of course um, we have. What, what else What else can dribble? Half of what we do on Bitstorm is games about baby drool. Baby drool. Uh, well, it could, well, dribbling could be basketball, and the, like, you lacquer up the basketball court. Maybe you play uh, the, like, um, uh, what do you call it? Super- in- No, it's not superintendent. Who would you call someone who sort of manages a basketball court? Or, like, not the, not like the janitor, but the maintenance. So, like, the stadium manager. Yeah, or like, like well, that. All that, well, they do the maintenance. As, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, custodial. maybe it's just custodian. <laughs> I was thinking of custodian. You're, like, the custodian, custodial staff at a basketball arena. And so, you yeah. have to make sure not to lacquer up the floors too much because they'll slip on their asses. See, I, I was thinking that maybe, maybe you don't like the fact that you've got to keep on lacquering up the- the court so what you actually do is you lacquer the ball instead and <laughs> and you're trying to trying to sabotage <laughs> the game maybe it's like um so you know how in curling <laughs> they've got those brushes <laughs> that they and what that yeah. does is like make certain areas of the ice um rougher i guess i think it is to like change the friction basically to curve to curve the ball basically you're doing I think that it's actually but heating like up the ice to, to slightly slightly you know make it Slipperier to to be able to move, right? Like I guess smooth so. it I don't out know. because whatever you, it's doing, it's changing the it's changing the friction coefficient in some way. Yeah, because you as a um you as a a player for your team, you're you're trying to you know make make it go slightly faster to get the stone to go down, and then when it gets to a certain point, then the opposition team are trying to do it as well to to um to get it to go further past the actual like target so it definitely helps it move it doesn't help it stop well i don't Otherwise- know that the i don't think the opponent gets to sweep while you're I'm pretty sure stone. They no i don't think so i'm pretty sure it's just that your your team is sweeping to after you've thrown it have an effect on how fast it's going and where it ends up yeah after the stone is delivered its trajectory is still influenced by the two sweepers under instruction from the skip reduce friction underneath the stone decrease the amount of curl and to clean debris from the stone's path they curl more as they slow down, so sweeping early in travel tends to increase distance, and sweeping after sideways motion is established can increase the sideways distance. So yeah, it's about it's about like curving it in and making it go the right speed. Anyway, <laughs> my point about curling is that you're doing it, but for basketball. Here you go. When can you sweep? Your opponents can sweep your stone once it's past the T line. Where does that say that? It would be an effort to sweep it out of the back of house and out of play. Only the person in charge of the house, skip, vice skip, is allowed to do that sweeping. So the 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 opposition can also can also sweep past uh, the T line, okay. oh, which I is didn't, around where the target is. It didn't it didn't uh, tell me that bit in the bit I was reading. Fair enough. <laughs> so I was right. Uh-huh. All right. Anyway, this is. <laughs> so we make wait. So are we making <laughs> are we making a curling game or are we making a basketball game? Or, oh, well, we're not doing either. We're making a game where you lacquer the court to alter okay. the, the course of the game. Does this mean that, like, is it during the game you get to put down extra lacquer or do something to bring it up, like to pull it up? Or well, is it well, in between quarters? Well, maybe may- maybe what, I'm, what I'm seeing is that you've always wanted to turn this place into a curling arena. <laughs> <laughs> so you so you're you're gradually trying to trying to ruin the basketball game so that you can turn it into the new the new sport that you created which is um basically it's, hu- it's off se- off 
it's an off-season curling game in which which you're actually just doing it onto like a lacquered basketball court, right? With basketballs, <laughs> with basketballs that have been lacquered. God, how would it ever stop? <laughs> to make them heavy, <laughs> oh, to make them heavy. Oh God! All right, um, I know. I've got nothing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Richard, one click. Dashboard. Upshot. What the fuck is with these words tonight? Upshot. <laughs> I'm going to switch to adjective after this one. All right. Upshot dashboard. Yeah, I got nothing. Well, okay. I was going to say, <laughs> and this. Um, I was just thinking what you could do with dashboard. Upshot doesn't really come into this. And this might not work. I was thinking about a driving game where all you can see is the dashboard. <laughs> so, you have to figure out where you're going. I mean, maybe uh, I mean, it might be too easy if, if it has GPS because then you're basically just doing like a top-down um, sort of thing. Maybe, yeah, maybe you, maybe you're like a kid who's stolen a car, so you can't actually see over the dash, but you can. See- <laughs> oh, here you go. This is it. This is where Upshot comes in because all you can do is look like up through the wind wind windscreen <laughs> because you're down so low. And so you're driving so this all car. You, all you can see so is like can the see tops is like, of trees and well, and and like mailboxes as they fly overhead as you knock them over. And <laughs> maybe you can look out the side window and you see the people screaming as they jump out of the way. <laughs> okay, um, so is it a mobile game? <coughs> a mobile because I game. I don't see this. Yeah, yeah. so it, I I don't really see this as having too much of a um. I think it needs to be VR. Too much of a VR. Because that's okay, going to so really give you that perspective then, right? It's going to make you feel like you're this little oh, kid yep. who can't see over the top. So, you can look around. You can look out the side windows. You can look up, but you cannot get high enough to actually see out the front. You've got you've got one controller in your hand, and that is that is your, um, you know, kind of like your your Mario Kart on the Wii turning turning sort of way of, way of well, doing I, it. Well, I mean, it could just be that you have to grasp the steering wheel. Yeah, but then what happens when you take your hands apart? Because you know that some idiot's going to try and do that. Well, it just grows the size of the steering wheel. <laughs> you turn, you go to no, turn no, one. No, it just, it just, you could, you could, you can make some, you, you could, you can fudge that a bit so that your hands, like if you're holding down, okay, so the triggers so, or something. Yeah, it, sorry, it is your, it is your actual hands. It's your it? actual it's hands. Not, yeah, yeah. I'm not sure how acceleration and stuff works then, though. I guess you might have to... I mean, I guess you've got the other buttons, like you could... Your thumb buttons. Mm-hmm. So, the triggers are for, like, holding on to the steering wheel, or you can let go and you can just... Well, you maybe you have to change gears and things. It could be a manual transmission. Um, <laughs> Move the hand down. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Wind the window down. Um, so, I'm imagining that... You're probably going to need to turn the windscreen wipers on fairly often. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine that this is going to be like a short form game that no multiplayer hardcore racing <laughs> <laughs> when no one can see what's actually no going one on. Can see anything else? They can see out the side <laughs> windows. They just can't see out the front. And they can see out the side windows a lot more when people crash into them and it it busts the door. The, the and they door fall comes off. off. Yeah, definitely. So maybe it's all about strategic. Okay, back up to here. Hopefully, someone hits me. Please hit me. <laughs> Well, it's just slide um, swipe people as you go next to them. Um, well, no, yeah, I mean, maybe I like you could that. have different scenarios, but, uh, you know, one could just be you fe- you you were really hungry for some pizza, so you got to f- make your way to the pizza store, pizza shop <laughs> <laughs> without killing um, anybody. Yeah. 
I, I'm just imagining this is going to be a very, very, um, let's just say bloody game. <laughs> well, it depends. We could go, um, what was that? We could go all Midtown Madness 2 where all the pedestrians just magically managed to get out of the way. Um, God, I haven't thought of Midtown Madness for a long time. <laughs> I'm surprised I could pull the name. Yeah, I don't know. I, I do like the idea of the multiplayer stuff. That'd be kind of fun. <laughs> Yeah, that'd be kind of cool. Maybe there's okay, a, or maybe uh, there's a, well, wait, 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 one more thing. Maybe there's a mode, <laughs> a two player mode where you're an adult in the car, but you're in the passenger seat. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know whether you, you, I guess you can help to navigate, but also maybe there's like some shooting mechanics. Okay. So guns. that's the cooperative multiplayer mode. Yeah. Yeah. So you can shoot at the other players. You can navigate, but, um, I'm just wondering, is, is your character like devoid of arms in that particular mode? <laughs> When and you're in the what, passenger seat? Yeah. No, I think so I think it's just that you're not a very good parent and the baby really wanted to drive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I'm just imagining someone in this cooperative multiplayer game just reaches over and starts moving the steering wheel and was like, hang on, that's not allowed. So as a yeah, but to, then you probably stop that, it's like Well, no, here's the thing. Here's the it's thing. Armless. Ev- no, everyone this is the thing, everyone else has guns. Um, so unless you're shooting back or maybe you've even got some sort of, maybe it's a bit futuristic. Maybe you've got some sort of deflection shield, but if you're concentrating on driving the road, then you're just going to get shot because driving, did I say driving the road, driving the car, okay. you're going to get shot. Like you have to be focusing on, and, and the whole reason the short person is driving is because they're protected by the car. Okay. Here, here is a new way that this, this game's going to go. All right. It is only cooperative. Yep. Multiplayer, yeah. As in, like, um, you got teams, teams, teams of two. two. Yep. Um, your adult person is in actually one of these, you know, those cool learners' cars that the um that driver instructors have. Yeah. Where they've got the foot pedals. Okay, as well. Well, the baby can't reach, can't reach the bottom, can't but they reach can steer. The and yep. you, you you use your controller to um as an adult to control the control the um the, the pedals the pedals. So, well, maybe this is um, a game that requires the add-ons where you can have your feet tracked, so it's more realistic. Um, so, what I'm imagining is that you've got one person controlling acceleration and um, braking, and braking, and, and clutch, maybe change, <laughs> yeah. and maybe changing gear, uh, the clutch. Yeah. The other person has to control the steering and the um and, and the, the gears and the gears. Oh Jesus! And so you got to yell out like second. Someone oh, it, put the clutch in. And- it, it's it's also you know okay now turn left. Yeah, <laughs> you know it's it's cooperative. You're trying to maybe maybe it's a game where you're trying to actually get out of this say neighborhood, but you have got all these other teams also trying to get out of this neighborhood. Okay, so, so it's a race out, and you're trying to, but you can sort of can you take them out? Do you have weapons, or it's or we're taking we doing away with the weaponry thing? Um. I think you can have different modes. You can have yeah. battle mode. You can have um, escape mode. You can have race mode. You can have, you know, lots of different modes. Yeah. If you do race mode, do we have to proceed to generate the tracks? Or is it is it that the person who is driving, it's just the challenge is learning the tracks well enough by looking out the side windows and at the, se- and at the sky that you can, f- you can, you know, that there's a big sweeping right turn coming up that you need to drift around. Yeah. And and you can you can sort of look at the um you can look at the trees and go okay yeah I I can see that there is a sweeping bend come up yep. but then um your adult is telling you oh no there's a, there's a car on the left yeah. side so st- stick to the right and <laughs> okay 
See, I'm really liking where this is going now. I like these mechanics that, that we've come up with here. Um, yep. And yeah, I do like the idea of there being a mode where you where you're also shooting, <laughs> and maybe even <laughs> okay. maybe the small so- person can have a gun if they want. It's just they have to like reach above their head and fire out the windows blindly. blindly. <laughs> but but the um but the the adult you know can can literally shoot. But the difference is the adult has has to actually reach the hand outside of the window. To then shoot, and because <laughs> it's in Australia, it's a left-handed shooting. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I mean, presumably you can like reach over with your right hand, but that's still awkward, I guess. It's still awkward because you've got to actually get <clears throat> the hand out. If you if you try to shoot from inside the car, the um, yeah, I know. Maybe that maybe the game says no firing a firing a. Well, no, it's just know, really dangerous. Weapon within yeah, you just get some ricochets, and you're very likely to kill yourself or your. Child, I guess. We're <laughs> <laughs> we just going with really short person, or is it literally like an eight-year-old? We'll leave that up to the players to decide. <laughs> character custom, character customization. Um, I like. Yeah, it. that's really that's really cool. It's <laughs> actually one of. The, I think that's one of the better like gameplay mechanics games we've actually come up with. That's actually yeah, you could do some really cool shit with. Yeah, because there was there was some pretty crazy ideas in there, but yeah, it took. I know. It, I, I it took a few <laughs> steps to get to find it, but. <laughs> We found yeah. something fun. Yay. Three to one. All right. Last one, maybe. Maybe one more after this. Bureaucratic. Camel. <laughs> Kevin, the bureaucratic camel. <laughs> I did say bureaucratic then. Yeah. That's a camel who is like a, a cat in a bureau. Okay. So, is it like Octodad? Where Definitely. Kevin the bureaucratic, Where Kevin the bureaucratic camel is trying to- Blend into human society, but he's as a bureaucrat. But his hump, like every time he spins around, his hump knocks shit over. Oh. It's just the fact that he's spitting everywhere, and oh, okay, and, you can't. Know, okay, so the- <laughs> chewing and all right, all right, yeah. So it, here are the here are the issues with a camel living in the real world. One hump. It's very hard to keep that for one inconspicuous, and two from not knocking over Mrs. Jones's coffee mug. Okay, so that was yours. Mine is quadruped. Well, four legs. Okay, yes. So I kind um, of assumed a lot more room. I kind of assumed that it was at least really a little down. bit anthropomorphic in that it could walk okay, on two okay, legs. Okay, so it's a bipedal, it's a- so, sort of like BoJack Horseman sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, although it's it's not in a world like BoJack Horseman where there are animals everywhere. It's just no. Just happens to be this one, yeah. kind of like Oct- Octodad. Yeah, except yep. I, I like I like that it is just this one camel. Except it's not that he's trying to hide it necessarily. Everyone knows he's a camel. It's just he's got all these challenges, and everyone's just like, "Oh fuck, Kevin!" And he can't. He, oh, because quadruped can't actually type on. No, a he just has hooves. Because he's got hooves, he can't write with a pen. No, because hooves. Hooves. He can speak English, so he can use dragon naturally speaking. Uh, and, no, and I, I don't know. I, it think, just, I think it doesn't be, come out very well. It's not um, very good. I think at- it's actually spit controller. So, <laughs> well, no, I was thinking you, spitting. You've got, See, you've got to direct the spit down to the um down to the keyboard, and that that oh, actually God. can type the keyboard. That's gross. <laughs> I was thinking though, the spitting does need to come in with it, but it's more about like, you know, you're trying to live in this human world. Humans obviously don't just spit all the time. But you're a camel, so you do have to spit occasionally. So you've just got this spit meter that's constantly growing. Oh, yep, yep. And you just have to let it rip at the appropriate time. 
So you got a bit of a buff. And, you and got not, a bit of a buffer. Um, and but, not discuss you know, people, but it's, yeah. when, it's when you're in the middle of the board meeting and you need to spit. Yeah, so, that's it. So you have to like excuse yourself, run out quickly. There's only so many times that you can go look behind you, a three-headed monkey. Yes, a three-humped camel. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I'm imagining that there's lots of different levels. Um, yep. You know, you got the you got the board meeting. Yep. Um, that's a level. Yep. Uh, you've got the pick up the wife's gift from the china shop. <laughs> I feel like they did that in Octo Dad. It's not very bureaucratic. Yeah, this, this is. You've got do your taxes. <laughs> 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 You've got Do your taxes um, with without actually being able to control a computer or a pen or no. And else. also, if you spit on your taxes, then they're ruined. Okay. You've got fill out your TPS reports for the day. I guess that's very similar to doing your taxes. Uh, or maybe it's photocopy your TPS reports. <laughs> I'm just imagining go to a go to a corporate lunch. Yeah, definitely. Or like. It's uh, Jamal's birthday party, uh, it, and everyone's having cake. So you just got to deal with that social situation. <laughs> mm-hmm. What else? I don't know. What, what do bureaucrats bureaucrat do? do? Answer the phone. Is there any sort yeah. of social? Like, do we have dialogue and stuff? Are there challenges to being a camel and talking to people when you're continually chewing whatever camels chew? Is it cardo? Is it? I don't know. I don't know. Yep. Yeah, um, we lost. We lost the plot. Ca- camel- on that one. We've hit our camel's hump. chew cud. Oh, you were Wikipediaing. Okay. Yes. Um, yes. Camel's chew cud. So therefore, can you speak while chewing cud? Well, you can. It's just not very intelligible. <laughs> um, so you. So, so you have to. You have to. Well, again, it's a mixture of when do you spit? Because for a little while after spitting, you're more understandable, and so you can get your point across. Hmm. But then eventually you need more cud. Where does cud come from? Don't they like regurgitate it? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. A portion of food that returns from a r- ruminant stomach to the mouth to be chewed for the second time. Mm. Yum. So that's fine. So yeah, you're in the middle of this conversation and you're just like, oh, excuse me. <clears throat> and then you've got more. L- and then you've got more lunch cud. Lunch repeats that you have on yourself. <laughs> yeah. Then you've got more cud that you have to keep chewing, and eventually, well, I guess the idea okay. is that it gets swallowed back down, but you probably have to. So, spit so, it. so it's a control. Generate saliva or something. Wait, it's a control. It, okay, a control. All right. Yes. Wait, everybody. I think we need a sting for this. It's a patented Trevor controller. No, no, Custom no. Custom no. peripheral. It's it's, it's it's literally. You know how how you had um the custom um controls for the lips from that other game. <laughs> oh, where, okay. You know, you yeah. had the they had the really analog. Yeah. You you have the um. You have the real analog chew that you got to keep on going in a rhythmic sort of sort of way with say the um with say the so right just with like the thumbsticks. Okay, I oh, see. Now I'm disappointed you- though. I thought you were gonna. I thought you were gonna pitch a controller that actually goes in your mouth physically and detects when you're chewing. No, that's a patented Ben controller. <laughs> <laughs> um, could be like a rubber ball or something. Like you actually have to. Anyway, mm-hmm. yay! Yeah, <laughs> I, I, th- I think I think, and it's like <laughs> that's the end of well, I was just end gonna, of what we can do just, with that. I was just gonna say that, <laughs> yeah, it's a rubber ball that you chew, 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 and um, then you pass it to player two, and they have a turn. <laughs> and it's your turn to be Kevin. <laughs> Put the ball gag in. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, I, I kind of, I kind of don't want to do the the pass the controllers sort of game like we were doing with Until Dawn the other night. <laughs> <laughs> every like, time you, turn, no, every time you. you discuss someone enough so much that they throw up, you change change controllers. Here, let's make uh, out so I can pass the ball. Three, two, one, click, click. Twelfth. Right, <laughs> pale. P a i l. Okay, the twelfth pale sounds uh sounds dramatic. It's it sounds ominous, doesn't it? So twelve makes me think of juries. Um, twelve okay. twelve people in a jury. They're all camels. Yep. And they have no. pails to catch their spit in. No. <laughs> and the twelfth person's twelfth camels one is a hole. No. All right. Um. No. Ju- let's let's stick with let's think about juries though, because like, we haven't done any sort of law court based games. That could be there could be some interesting stuff there. Um, okay. Where does a pail come okay, into it? Okay. So. Jack and Jill. <laughs> yeah, okay. I like where you're going with this. Bring it on. Yeah. Bring it on. So, um, Jack and Jill went up a hill to fetch a pail of water. So and, I've heard. Um, Jill pushed Jack. Allegedly. Down the hill. Allegedly <laughs> down the, down the hill. And he happened to hit his head on the pail. And this is just the first case that you have to actually, you have to. Be say, I don't know, so who, is yeah, it I was, prosecutor. I was say, do we want to be? Yeah, or do we want to be? Or do we just want to play the investigator? And so, therefore, you know, you, you're doing kind of like your LA noir sort of thing, but then you go into the into the courthouse to see whether all the all the information that you picked up was enough to for the attorney to actually to prosecute um, the the prosecutor to to gain the conviction from the twelve jury members. Right. Yeah. Okay. I like the idea of like Mother Goose Court. <laughs> yeah. So what what other crimes have taken place in Mother Goose Land that um, you might have to investigate in this game? So yeah, it's the case of so, Jack falling down and breaking his crown. Um Humpty Dumpty was also put Humpty Dumpty, there's definitely a murder investigation there. So I'm murder I'm was it murder, a was a- it suicide? There's a bit of a pushing thing here. So is there like are all these cases actually together and they're related? There's actually the, the nurse, you the- know, someone's someone's pushing all these characters down. Um, you got old Mother Hubbard who who had all her food stolen. <laughs> um, or you're trying to relate it all back yep. to pushing? Nah, I couldn't. I couldn't get it back to pushing. But you know, it, it can it can just be. You know, that could be like the intro. The intro case. Yeah. It turns out that who was know, her- all her children? All her children just ate all the food, and it was like, come on, right. Stop, t- right. stop trying to do an insurance fraud. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. But but this Ooh. but this bone this dog's Ooh. bone was thrown from the inside of the ha- of the window. So I'm I'm now imagining that you're actually an insurance investigator. So it's the- <laughs> Okay. No and Yeah, go on, go on, go on. I went Yep. So 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 literally pe- people are now claiming um Claiming disabilities or something like that, and you're you're trying to stop all that from from actually. I feel like there's not enough happening. I feel like there's not, maybe that's where you start, and then you're like, I want to be investigator. He's starting as an insurance investigator because come on, like there's got to be more serious crimes than just insurance fraud in this game. It's yeah, too sure. ripe. It's too ripe. There's the I'm harassment claim where I said that. Okay, there's the harassment claim against uh, Little Miss Muffet. Someone dropped the spider on her. Um, yep. Um, Little Jack Horner. Oh, sorry. Child. Placed it beside her. 
<laughs> Child neglect against little Jack Horner, who just was shoved in a corner and fed pies and ignored. Yep. Um, I'm just uh, Jack Spratt, you know. Could eat no fat. Um, but someone gave yeah. him some fat and he died. He choked on it. His- he choked on a steak, piece of steak fat. And his wife is now rather lean. And you're starting to wonder- Well, because she's been in prison for six years. She's like someone that you have to go and question to Um, prove his case. I I mean, how are you coming up with with all these? Um, Well, now I'm going to Wikipedia. But before I was- The the other ones were from memory. Um, Yeah. All all of these, I'm actually using the old Sierra game. Oh, um, I do. Yes. The mixed up Mother Goose. Mixed up Mother Goose. You've just I'm run out. I'm just getting it, for, getting it from my from my brain. I'm like, okay, Mary had a little lamb. Um, the crooked man. Ma- Mary is now <laughs> on the lamb. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, I think I think this is good. This has got some. <laughs> yeah, definitely. It's like a hard. This, this has got some. Some. Well, I was going to say it's like it's like a hard fat and and lean and. <laughs> well, and hard. It's it's hard boiled crime, especially Humpty Dumpty being murdered. Yeah. Um, All right. So. The the old Sierra game was called Mixed Up Mother Goose, yeah. so should this be called Fucked Up Mother Goose? <laughs> Fucked Up Mother Goose. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sounds good. That's the title of the episode, except that we can't get away with that on iTunes. <laughs> yeah. Um, right. I think we're going to end it any, there. Anything else, anything oh. else that we can we can go down the line? I don't, well, you- I don't really want to make it a, a, a um, Ace Attorney-style game, really. No, but I do like the the investigation sort of thing, but I I think that maybe you've got a time limit, um, in which, you know, kind of like you know how um Grand Theft Auto has has you know a sped up day sort of thing. Yeah, you have a certain amount of time to find all the evidence for the next day's court case. Right, and whatever you get in that time, yeah, you know, determines determines how um how good the case is against. Yeah. That the prosecutor is 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 going against the attorney, uh, yeah, the the attorney, but the attorney can also be doing some investigations as well. So so if he finds, um, if he finds some evidence, maybe he tries to hide it from from you, the the prosecutor's yeah, investigator. So you've yeah. got to be on the lookout for that. Well, I was thinking it could almost be a game that's got a little bit of replayability, um, where there is just you, it's it's basically open world and. You find out about these cases <clears throat> organically. I mean, maybe sometimes they call you or whatever to to get a start, but you don't have to go and do it right away because you've got other cases that you're sort of trying to find evidence on, and it's literally just um, as you go through the game, evidence management. Yeah, you'd, well, it's just <laughs> yeah. It, there's almost a. Um, do you remember the first Dead Rising, where it was really hard to save everyone? Uh, or to finish all the so, missions because yep. there was just this time thing, um, and you had to prioritize them. And, and, and yeah, it was just, you, you had to really strategize if you wanted to get here, do this one, get here, do the, you know, often you just have people die. So maybe it's a bit like that. You've got a certain amount of time before, um, the defense attorney. Yeah. Like the crooked defense attorney finds, finds, uh, finds the evidence that otherwise you would have found if you'd got there soon enough and talked to, yep. and, talk to and old and Mother that sort of thing that you've got X amount of time to find all the evidence for maybe these three cases that you've, that you've got on well, the- I'm thinking even more. I'm thinking like, a right cr- well, yeah, okay, maybe three sort of at a time. But yeah, it's that you, 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 you can start each case almost whenever you want, whenever you find, uh, that 
the sort of the, the 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 person who who kicks that case off, and it's just a matter of and that yeah, it's just a matter of finding as much evidence as you can. Chances are you're not going to find all of it because of the time constraints, and then you get to the end. And evidence doesn't have to be have to be you know physical evidence either. It could be literally you're talking to someone yeah, and yeah, trying absolutely. to get the right. Yeah, the right thing. But it, but if the attorney has got to them first, then yeah, they might have been intimidated, have, or um, they literally might have like knocked them off or something. If they're if they're, if they're getting to that degree, you know. Yeah, I'm. I'm just you don't put him in witness protection oh, soon I'm, enough. I'm. I'm now. I'm now a witness for the defense. Oh crap! You know. Yeah. You've got. The, you got there too late. So you can still cross examine, but you sort of you you've lost the advantage on that case then. that you would have had. Yeah. Yeah. I. That's I really like cool. This. this is that's really cool. Yeah, I really like that. And I just I love the idea of fucking putting like Humpty Dumpty's alleged killer up on the stands, and you know you've gathered you've, you've gathered. Well, we have this piece of eggshell that was found here, and you've got the photos, the crime scene photos of it. Uh, you know, it's covered in a bit of yolk just to make things gruesome. Um, mm-hmm. You've you've managed to get you managed to get to. One of the witnesses in time, so you you get got to coach them, and and yeah, you find out at the end, you basically get a ranking on how well you did and how well you presented and the how, evidence, how close you actually got to the to the real the real answer for the for the actual yeah, and and but the jury could like the jury doesn't the jury's decision doesn't necessarily go based on how close you got no. to the real answer. It's how well the evidence how persuasive yeah, you were yeah. and how well the evidence was presented yeah. so there could be a bit of ace attorney style stuff in there in that you've got decisions to make while presenting the evidence or while cross examining that you could fuck up a bit and and yep. not convince the the jury as well but a lot of it is around gathering that evidence um yeah like taking statements and things and and connecting clues that's that yeah really and cool. obviously this is a this is an innocent until proven guilty sort of Sort of court instead of like the ace attorney was guilty until proven <laughs> yeah. innocent, which yeah, well, you know, made, you even, made it easier for when you, you could were even a, have some branching. You attorney. could even have some branching stuff where well, harder for when you're attorney. You could even have some branching stuff um, where if you don't convict someone, then they can do something that affects a later case, um, or maybe a case that wasn't going to happen now happens. Yeah, yeah, or something like that. Because that person is now free. Yeah, or they've, they've got or, if, X or even of cases something like can- um, uh, there's a connection, like to someone who you convict in an earlier case. If you manage to convict him in the earlier case, you can go to the prison and question them about a later case that they were also involved with. Uh, but if you don't, then they like skip towns, sort of thing. So one thing that I'd like to bring up, yeah, um, and this is the last thing that I'll probably say, unless you come up with something better at the end. Okay, of this. did you? ever read into what happened at the start of Far Cry 4. That if you literally stayed, um, like th- this guy asked you to stay, if you stayed there for 15 minutes, he would actually come back and the game would end. I'm thinking oh, something similar to that. Yeah, yeah, I remember. Okay. Near, to where, near to where the start was, if you lurk around there for X amount of time, you happen to see the guy that starts off this entire whole thing and you catch him in the act of doing something so it's you can actually, actually stop. Mother Goose. <laughs> Yeah, you, you catch it's, Mother Goose. It, she's she, she looks she's, suspiciously like like a duck. That that is she's disguised you know, as a duck. Now <laughs> Commi- committing some heists and um. <laughs> okay, I see where you're going. <laughs> Call back. All right. <laughs> well, anyway, no, um, I really like that idea. I do. That's that's really cool. Um, and and but but it's one of those things that. What sort of are you um, picturing? What sort of are you picturing like? Gritty, realistic graphics, or 
are we going kind of? I kind of want it to be. I kind of want yeah. it to be. I kind of, I kind of do like the idea of, you know, this hyper realistic mother goose land. Definitely, like that. You can see the text, like the high resolution texture on um, Humpty's broken shell and the sweat, and you the go- sweat that's dripping off of Jill as you question her for the murder of Jack. Um, um, the bloody pail that has, has, you know, like the, the, yeah. the really, you know, <laughs> visceral blood stain and maybe some brain matter. Definitely. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and you get these, these really, really gruesome, um, like reenactments. Oh yeah. Yes. Like when you solve it or. Or, or even it's just uh, depend during testimony, yeah, during and that testimony, sort of stuff like people's so- perspective on it, or what or what they're describing happens. Oh, damn it! That that'd be awesome. Like if if you if you actually um, they've got this technology in this world in which it, because it's Mother Goose as well. Yeah, anything that she sort of says, um, she can maybe the maybe be the stenographer, and as, she, as she's <laughs> like typing this thing, like the 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 screen comes to life and actually shows. Um, shows all the scenes that are going on. Right. And depending on what the witness's testimony, like, as she's typing it, that's that scene plays as to what the witness says happened. And then, you know, the next witness comes on and there's a slightly different different change in it. And right. it shows a different- Do you have to choose which one you think slightly is- slightly sequence of events. Yeah. Well, it's it's not up to you to choose because you're not the judge, but, you know, you're you're being presented yeah, all yeah, the different okay. evidence. Yeah, I think it's just- Yeah, it's presenting what they're what they're describing and also based on the evidence you've found might, might change it slightly um, because it has to incorporate different things- but I just, I just love the idea of this hyper-realistic goose being the stenographer, you know, just type, typing this, Definitely. this stuff in. And then it, then it comes to life because of Mother Goose has this power in this world. Yeah. And then it just- Awesome. Yeah. Switches. Chung, chung. That's the end. Well, I know which game I want to play the most. <laughs> really? We had okay. a couple of good ones in there. Yeah, we did. All right. We've gone over a bit today. Um, but we had some good ideas there. Thank you for joining us, everybody. Uh, that was, that was a lot of fun. If you want to find us online, uh, we're on Twitter, we're on Facebook, we're on Instagram, uh, BitStormCast on all of those. Look, if you if you were playing along at home and we shouting at your podcast player uh, that we should have gone a certain way with a certain idea, tell us on any of those on any of those methods, and and we're happy to always happy to hear other things that people came up with. Tell us what Mother Goose uh, <laughs> nursery rhymes we missed that would have made perfect crimes. Yep. Uh, we're also on iTunes. Find us there. Just search for Bitstorm. Rate, review, subscribe to us there. That would really help us out a lot. Uh, mm-hmm. And our website. We also have our episodes up there. Uh, you can see all our show notes. When I have time. Yep, bitstormcast.com. Yeah, bitstormcast.com. When I have time, I actually put in uh, chapter chapter marks so you can jump straight to specific games. Uh, but I haven't had time for a few weeks, so- And the reason why you haven't had time is this is the perfect time to mention what have you been working on, Ben? Uh, hmm. I don't know. What is that? <laughs> uh, yeah, I have been- uh, We've mentioned this once or twice, but we should probably have been plugging it more since we're doing a big marketing push. Uh, we are launching a site called Podchaser. It is a site for discovering new podcasts, rating podcasts, reviewing podcasts, and not only podcasts, but specific episodes, uh, with the idea being that you can uh, find the best episodes of a particular podcast, a new podcast that you want to listen to, or if you liked a particular episode, you know, you can go and review that specific episode, rate it five stars, tell them what they liked. 
Uh, our beta just launched by the time you hear this on June 10th. Uh, and if you haven't signed up already, it's too late. But we have some keys that, uh, to give away. So if you go to podchaser.com, uh, you can use the beta key bitstorm, all one word, and you'll be in. You'll get into the beta. Uh, yeah. So go check that out. Definitely. We're hoping it becomes something huge. We'd also like to thank Kuradust. For the song Mount Defiance off of the album Containment Failure. Yes, we would. <laughs> like to also plug the AGPN. What does that stand also for? Known as the Australasian <laughs> Gaming Podcast Network. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a podcast network that we've been involved in with for what the last few three, months, four months. Yep. And they've been fantastic. Um, heaps and heaps of really good podcasts out there. Um, so just search for the hashtag AGPN on Twitter or look for the Australasian Gaming Podcast Network on Facebook. That's it. So thanks for joining us today on BitStorm. Uh, I'm yes, Ben Slinger. I'm Trevor Scott. And Ben, a game where is a totally fucked up Mother Goose, Mother Goose Land where Jack and Jill have, you know, gone up a hill to fetch a pail of water, but Jill <laughs> killed Jack. <laughs> I'd convict that.